that front, what do you call it? The frunk? Frunk, yeah. The frunk? Yeah. The frunk can actually hold a keg and put ice on it. Just, just saying. There we go. Oh, yeah. I'm in. By the way, it does have a, you can put ice in there and we'll chill some beers. You know, put F-150 in perspective. I always say to people, I'll ask this question. I'll say, do you know what the number one selling vehicle in the world is? Vehicle, not truck, but I car. A, a Jeep Grand Cherokee. It's, it's an F-150. F-150, oh, that's what so, I was going to say. Yeah, it's got to be. So there's a, an I should have known. Yeah, you should have known. So there's an F-150 sold every 42 seconds no in, in the United States. Wow. In, in the world. Um, so it, it, it is the most popular vehicle sold in the world. Well, and, and can I digress one moment on yes, the comment please. you made about the towing distance? Uh, just a note, this electric F-150 is rated to pull as much as 14,000 pounds, which is the most of any F-150 before it. So that says it's only a matter of time that they'll work on and work out the distances when towing. But for the guy going to the lake, 50 miles or less from his house, he no longer needs an F-250. That's a good yeah, point. That's yeah. a nice difference. And we can sit here and talk about all these wonderful things. F-150's the you know, biggest selling car historically. We've got all this range. But when I look at that, and I'm still driving a manual car myself, but this thing has two storage options for the tailgate party. One in the front and one in the back. <laughs> it and does. now I think we're talking real utility, folks. You gotta have your priorities. <laughs> yeah. So Adam, point. you've got your surfboards in the back <laughs> and your climbing gear in the front, okay. right? Perfect. No, actually, that front, what do you call it? The frunk? Frunk. Yeah. The frunk? Yeah. The frunk can actually hold a keg and put ice on it. Just, just say it. Oh, yeah. By the way, it does have a, you can put ice in there and yeah. we'll chill some beers. Seriously. Yeah. We're going to do that later, guys. By the way. I had a chance to sit in this car earlier and it, it, it's very comfortable. I'm six four, you know, two, whatever. I'm not getting into that situation, but fits yeah, Jenny me, gonna call you soon. Fits me perfectly. Uh, the ergonomics are really nice. The, the, uh, panel, uh, you know, electric vehicles now have pretty good sized panels in the yeah. middle, which to, to operate. And I think this is even a, a larger one. It's like, uh, what size is that? Uh, Jeffrey in this one? I, you know? I think you're talking about the uh, 7.2 kilowatt. That, yeah. The well, pro power onboard generator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I wasn't, but I was talking He's about talking the display. He's talking about the, 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 uh, the screen on the screen. On the, oh, right. oh, the 12 inch. Oh, yeah. it's a 12 inch. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The big old screen in the Yeah. It's bigger than my laptop. Yeah. It's big and impressive. Yeah. The another pretty amazing thing about this vehicle is you could plug this, your house, into that vehicle and, and what, run it for two days or three days? Uh, Ford actually says three days, so, yeah. but who knows what that is. But I mean, that's just cool. You're out on a job site, guys. You don't have to go far. You got 320 miles on some of them, a little less on others. And you need a power saw or something, you just plug it in your yeah, own truck. That's really it's in the generator. Really cool. yeah. yeah. It's amazing technology, really. I mean, think about that. It's amazing. I actually built mine before we came. Do you mind Did if you? I tell you? Yeah. Yeah, I, tell us what you wanted. I got a 2023 F 150 Lightning Lariat. When the Lariat's like the third level, and I, the Platinum's above that, but I think the yeah. Lariat is, is kind of right is down great. the line for most folks. I got a Zero Gray Metallic Tri Coat, which cost me 800 bucks. I like that color. Um, Oh, by the way, we'll talk about this in a second, but you get potential savings, right, for the having electrical vehicles, and that's that's a big deal. Yep. I didn't put a whole lot on this. I, I kind of made a couple little special things, put a spray bed on it, did what I wanted to do. It came out at uh, 89000 bucks. Such a deal. You know, and, and that's a 2023. Now, guys, you can tell me that probably won't happen for another, till the end of 2023, right, to actually maybe even get that vehicle or later. 
<laughs> That's a very reasonable, non-committed answer. Yes. I like the way you answered it in the question. Uh, yeah, well, we'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> That's a that's a good problem to have. No guarantees. Very yeah, good exactly. problem to have. Yeah. That's a well-equipped vehicle you built, though. You know. One yeah, of the it things, is. It is. One of the things that's really great uh, from a perspective of you know looking at it and saying, what does a customer get for the value? You get a Lariat. You don't have to pick a lot of options. That's right. You're getting a lot of, a lot of good stuff standard. Yeah, Lariat is, I always thought was like way up there. I mean, when I was a, a you know, a kid, that's what the old man drove was a Lariat, and that thing had power everything, and, yeah. you know, that was Well, like he the, chose the bed liner an option. Right. He'd go with the moonroof, so you've got some options there with some, you know, choices, but not a lot. You build that Lariat, and you're getting a lot, like almost everything. I mean, I look at my King Ranch uh, compared to, like, one of my Lariats, except for the, the seats, you know, and a few... The stitching, but I don't know if there's much. Yeah. And the roof, maybe, but. And the wheels, they're all. You KRs. got that reach around yeah. feature. KRs in the wheel. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, the reach around feature. Yeah. <laughs> Standard. Who's in the back seat? Yeah. It's, a, it's about that. Yeah, we got around. that one, no problem. Oh, That's boy. Great. So, guys, what do you think? Um, so, right now, what is the percentage of, um, and I know it's probably fairly low, of electric vehicles, EVs that you sell today compared to a year ago? And what do you think it'll be in five years? So that that's a, I mean, that's the million dollar question sure. because, you know, we, a lot of it is simply supply. What could we sell, right? I mean, we 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 have another product called a Maki. It's built off of the Mustang. Um, you know, we'll we'll sell forty or fifty of those a month, and we'll. And Maki guys, I, I don't know why you went this way because it's still a Mustang to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Well, the re I'll give you the, the real quick answer to that. And a lot of people that were Mustang uh, lovers were upset about it. But at the end of the day, you know, Ford wanted to build a vehicle that, uh, and I know we're talking about the F-150 here, but, you know, Ford wanted to build a vehicle that was desirable, not just a, a zero emission vehicle to get a credit. And uh, they went to the best of the best, and that's the SVT team that builds Mustang. And they said, build us something that people will, that, that people will want to buy. Right. And, and that's what the Mach-E came out of. What's and, SVT? You know, special Vehicle, uh, what is it? Special Vehicle Team, SVT. SVT yeah. yeah. So that's that's who, who builds the Mustangs and designs them, and that was the, it's the best of the best at Ford, and that's why they went to them, and they and, and, and they, they went and they said, we're going we're gonna to build this off of, of the Mustang platform and, and, and build something that people desire, not just, uh, uh, you know, because the first few things that they came out with Ford that, that uh, was an all-electric car, we wouldn't be sitting here today looking at it and no one would buy it to be and honest that, with by the you. way the mock has that sequential taillight remember yeah. those from yeah. the what, what you did those come out for the original mustang the 60s mock, was it yeah. late 60s they had that sequential yeah. but to, an, to answer your question um it, the percentages are substantial because we've got um new you know new product now now with the lightning and the mock starting to come in um you know I, I i would be guessing a little bit on a percentage standpoint but i, I can tell you that Ford as a company's investment in electrification is as large as any OEM out there. And they're, they're, they're thinking by 2025 that 25% of the vehicles purchased, maybe up to 30% will be electri electri electrical, electrified vehicles. The, the plan is that they will have every product line we have will have electric vehicle in it. And yeah, I sure. think you're going to see here very soon the, the Explorer will be completely electric and, you know, maybe the Bronco. They haven't announced that yet. But and that's my guess. I'm not giving you anything trade secrets here, but they're, 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 that'll end up being that case. So we're going to get high percentages. It's going to grow fast. But to Jeffrey's 
initial, you know, infrastructure is a problem. You know, we're, sure. we're going down the road and we're paving it at the same time here. Yeah. It's scary a little bit on what this could do to, you know, us in California if we get over our skis on selling too many electric vehicles. I thought California had like a 2050 mandate. 2020, actually it's 2035. 2035. Right okay, now yeah. the, the governor yeah. signed a man, uh, an executive order. Governor so, Hergel. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he, you know, signed a, 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 an executive order on uh, that as of 2035, uh, no ICE vehicles can be sold right. in the state of California. Right. And just in case, not to interrupt you guys, but just in case you didn't know this, Gavin, I hear you can't surf, so we're not going Yeah, I, I, you know, none of uh, dealers don't <laughs> believe, I mean, first of all, it's going to have to go to the people and that, you know, and, and, and that's going to have to be a voted situation. I, I, you know, but it is sitting, still sitting on the books right now as a mandate in 2035 that and we, that's not far the state away. No, no, at all. No, not in car years because you know we're gonna, right, right. you know, I'm gonna attend a meeting next uh, in about two weeks in Las Vegas that you know they're gonna show us some stuff that's gonna come, and they're gonna show us the second generation of this vehicle. And they're gonna show us some things that um, are, from what I understand now, incredible, and it just happens so fast. We're talking 2024s and 25s coming and things like that. We, we we were just talking a minute ago. You know, we've got this sound equipment in front of us, and we just got this new sound portable equipment that we do off off-site stuff and how fast things are progressing oh. in, in, in these fields. I mean, it's, you blink your eye and everything's changed. Yeah, if we didn't have to worry about chips, you know, microchips, we could be probably well beyond where we are now. Oh, absolutely. Know? Well, one of our biggest concerns I have um, running a, a large store like this is um, charging, okay? It, that's an area that's growing so fast. So a level three charger runs anywhere between 80 and $100,000 each. So, if, you know, I can go out and, and need, you know, let's just say today I need eight or nine of those, you know, but in the future, that's going to be obsolete very quickly. I mean, we're going back to like how computers were, but sure. So, so this is what we're dealing with right now in the, in the same industry, you know, and, and charging is, is moving rapidly. And Scott, can you, can you tell us, are they universal chargers? Does it have to be a Ford charger? How does that work? So, uh, so universal would be the best word to use, but also to just to clarify what I heard in case you know somebody wanting to buy the vehicle is right. saying, did Scott just say that a charger for my home is eighty to hundred thousand dollars? No, he did not. No. A level three would be an industrial, commercial-like uh, charger, and that is the kind of thing you see at a business or a Tesla station or right. a charging station, as Ford has the largest network in America, by the way. But the home charger unit is installed and will charge the vehicle overnight while you sleep um, in as little as five hours, and you can invest a thousand bucks. You're good to go. You know, not real hard to get and, to a thousand dollars in gas right now. And guys, let's make right. this perfectly clear. Let's say if you go to a camping site with this lariat right here, you can plug into 110, 220, yeah, um, and it'll charge it. And they've got adapters, and yep. no problem, right? Yep. That's accurate, 100%. Fellas. I had a question about charging because I think like what I've seen Tesla doing really well is using their cars as data test hubs, right? They pull out so much data as far as like how they're driven, where they're going, where they're centered. Does Ford have anything like that where they can actually use that data as far as like where are people at, where are they headed, and how do we respond to that in terms of If I may before Scott answers right. maybe. <laughs> yes. And Ford allows the consumer the option to turn that tracking off. Super. I in the event you're that. interested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Elon, yeah. Elon knows where you're at. Turn mine off. <laughs> Elon knows where you are. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't like Elon that much, okay? The cloud is uh, all above this, this vehicle, I, I like to say. And 
updates are done and it knows everything that you're doing, where you've gone, where you're driving. How much, I mean, it, it knows everything, all your, your habits and stuff. And, you know, some people have no concern about that, right? You know, they right. don't, they don't care. And it's tied to us in a lot, in some ways, it's tied to the OEM in a lot of ways. Um, they're looking at a lot of things to determine, you know, I think the intentions are good. They're, they're out there trying to figure out how to build a better vehicle in the future. So let's, you know, not, you know, they're, they're not uh, thinking we're spies or anything like that. So, but, but there's a lot of uh, privacy that you're giving up when you're, uh, when, 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 <laughs> sometimes when you're driving these vehicles. Hey guys, I gotta tell you something. Um, listen, in the last 10 years, I have not gone to a dealership, okay? Uh, I've ordered everything online, but I will tell you, I've got a lot of friends in Newport Beach, and every one of them that have bought a Ford, they go to Villa Ford in Orange. The guys are super cool. They're great guys to deal with. They're honest, yep. and they give you a great deal. You can go online with them also and do the same deal, but uh, go check it out at Villa Ford. We'll catch you next time.